Hear ye, hear ye. It's the Christmas and holiday edition of the Swolecast. We hope that Santa brought you some uh, semifinal teams. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about this slate of games. Uh, I think we're only just going to do the Christmas Eve games. Uh, and so the first look premiere. Why is, why is Pete looking is at that? Here? Is that true? The, the Christmas yeah. Eve games are the game, is the main slate, Peter. The main slate. Okay, okay, yeah. sorry. I thought you meant the Saturday slate for a second. I was like, this is news to me. Anyways, continue with your cold open. You... This is Swolecast presented by Rookers.com. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's me. I just want you guys to know I'm total dust. I'm the problem. Hear ye, hear ye. Leave it to the guy with the crypto dunes, Abby, to not understand content. <laughs> I should have known you getting 30 likes was directly written by someone else. <laughs> you know me. I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. I put no research into this. Don't know if it's true at all. You're on the right show. To it, bro. Live a little. (laughs) Live a little. Just live a little, guys. All right. Come on in. It's a swole cast. We got Mr. Tuttle 05 back in. Uh, Tuttle, welcome. We've missed you. Can't say I missed you guys. Um, what? I, I, I assume I missed like an hour. Only, only because I assume I missed like an hour of best ball talk last week. Is no. Was like no, this minutes. is the week you're going to get an hour this of is, best ball talk. The, I'm so excited I'm back then, guys. So excited. We did We did like 10 minutes. We did like 10 minutes. Pete, I saw where uh, you were saying on your, um, maybe it was your Monday morning episode where like mm-hmm. the... Um, the deposit team didn't fill the DFS uh, contest. Mm-hmm. It, my theory is this. Mm. There's all this holiday stuff, but also the best ball sweats kind of take over the DFS stuff too. Like that's I, a lot. I, that's a lot kinder of interpretation than everyone's fucking broke in, in week 14. Your week mic's 15. not plugged in by the way. Yeah, Dave. Davis, your mic's not working. <laughs> Be a, professional for once um but yeah like i was sweating um best ball more than anything on on sunday you don't say yeah well davis uh, how Dave, are you what do you today? even normally play like on a regular week it's, what this is actually a great play? question what is what this is a, a million dollar question sunday afternoon it's week 10 yeah what what contest are you in what are it you just fucking depends. in dave it just depends. Um, it just depends. Like I, I like to get in the fifty fifties on FanDuel. They've got the hundred man fifty fifties. They got the double ups. There's only like two or three tournaments. Con- yeah, there's like two or three tournaments I'm in. And then Are you FanDuel on- exclusive? No. And let me get to DK. Jeez. All right. I'm just really interested in this. Uh, DK, they've got all the double ups and um, you know, I'll play the all the tournaments up to you know, twenty dollars or so, fifty dollars. Sometimes, sometimes I'll play the spy. Sometimes the wall cat. You just put your cash team in there. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I put two teams, three teams. Dave the really, three max. Dave really is just living in 2013. And <laughs> honestly, God, I'm yeah. so 
envious, man. I, I, I'm so, I'm so envious of the way Dave just drifts through. Uh, you know, he's not checking his sim ROI on his Chiefs double stack. He's just like, I don't know. It's like maybe it'll hit, maybe it won't. You know. It's and beautiful. you know what? You'll never find in Dave's mention compared to some maybe uh, other touts across the industry. No one's ever checking the blockchain to see what Dave's actually in to see if he's doing some disingenuous touting. No one's ever like, Dave, curious you touted Will Levis, but I didn't see that in your spy lineup <laughs> yeah, because there is no so spy funny. lineup. There is no spy lineup. <laughs> that's so good. That is so good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can check my profile on RG to see what I'm Well, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of like the, the, the superstar of DK social media. I mean, you have, you have 60. Are you the only one that uses that app? Or the there's a chance you're the most followed person on no uh, Smith Smith is Smith is number one of course <laughs> I don't yeah. even know how to access this area of uh, oh okay the there's only reason I know how is because I've tried to explain that Nate Noling needs to use it so that people can find him to send him games on DraftKings so I've logged on it for that purpose. Oh, yeah, I haven't even agreed. I just clicked on it. You have to agree to terms and service, it looks like. Hang on, Pitchin. Let me ask you one of those yeah. classic questions that I have uh, asked Davis before. Yeah. What would you rather uh, get? Would you rather win the Millie Maker on DraftKings? You have the best yeah. uh, lineup. Or you get second place in Best Ball Mania for a million dollars. So the prizes are the same. Which thing would be better for your career and your personal brand? second or first so it's the same amount second place in best ball yeah. mania is a million dollars first yeah. place in the million maker is a million i'm saying which one of those would you yeah. rather have second place in best ball mania going the best ball tree or yeah. first place in the dk million i think first would probably well i don't know maybe second in best ball yeah i like best ball <laughs> i like i like the that's bit. what i'm asking i i like best ball it's incredible yeah. logic I like yeah ball. Dave, like, the thing for you, I the, think the of, thing for you I is think that of, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> I think of Davis and all of the times he was like on the treadmill doing his teams. And like, we have the same number of teams in the semifinals of the underdog best ball Millie. Like, that's just amazing to me. Like I, that's, that is uh, why best on, ball is How many so you got awesome. on DraftKings, dude? Do your best ball lineups go to a different school? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about DraftKings. I got, I got ten on, I got ten on DraftKings. <laughs> it breaks so hard on DraftKings. I think I had like twenty that were in third place or second place. Just I w- the, okay. All right. Best ball talk is over. It's I time. I knew this was gonna happen. It's time. It's time. Glad I came back, guys. This is <laughs> we need to do. We need to it's do gonna overzets. come back at the oversets overview. Just to yeah. buckle up. <laughs> it's time. You guys will get the oversets overview out of the way then. Since we're on, oversets on overview. Got that dog in a butt. Got that dog in a butt. overview. Come on. All right. Yeah, we will get to some best ball, but we got to we got to start with the pressing matter at hand. And uh, I got bad news, guys. Uh, A week after uh, stuffing Clay Matthews into a locker, uh, he's bested us again in uh, in week 15. Our Jordan Love double stack denominator there. uh, Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Our, Our Jordan Love double stack. It didn't get home. Someone uh, insisted on putting Stefan Diggs in our lineup. I can't remember who it was. I think we had a guest on the show, but it's escaping <laughs> me right now. Uh, 
We only scored 122.27 points, and our friend and mortal enemy, Clay Matthews, scored 129.18. And what's worse is I fear he's getting smarter. The dude rolled out a Stafford Cup stack with a Terry McLaurin bringback, perfectly logical, cromulent team. He played McKinnon at 5,100. His lineup featured a perfect balance of chalk and contrarian pieces. And I think I'm ready to put Matthews on the Mount Rushmore of DFS now alongside Utikau, Osimo, and 2014 Soccer Dave. I mean, that is the pinnacle of DFS performance. (laughs) Um, But this is a forward-thinking show, and it's time to dig into the task at hand, which is fixing the BBM4 structure. Guys, we got to roll up our sleeves and fix this structure and reduce some of the randomness. Uh, The discourse is all the rage right now. It's tearing apart biggest crybabies on the goddamn planet. Hey, hey, no, there's good people on both sides. There the, are, uh, there are. Da- Davis, uh, the tribal lines have been formed, and if you are wondering right now, you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be on a side. Uh, I'll tell you which side you should be on. Um, if you adma- advance more than a few teams, you are on team pods. You love the pods. If you didn't advance more than a few teams, you were on team cumulative scoring. You want wild cards. Any tweak that would make a tournament with 677,000 entries reward your drafting genius. And not the cruel randomness where you need to finish in the top 50 to just afford more than a used Toyota Corolla. Yes, this is what we're trying to fix. Fucking grow up, people. Jesus Christ. Thank God. Uh, Thank God. (laughs) Speaking of best ball, uh, I advanced five teams to the best ball semis. And let me tell you, I love these goddamn pods, man. They are absolutely incredible. Whoever came up with this pod idea deserves a Nobel Prize. Um, But more relevant to this show is two of the five teams that I have advancing to the semis were drafted on the Swolecast. Uh, Davis, did I see where one of your semis teams drafted? One of my two. A really early one, too. Like Like a really early one. Yeah, so this was the first two. The first two. I think this begs the question, guys. It begs the question. What if David Kitchen is the draft opponent you need? I I think he might be. I think I'm I'm going to be honest. There's some real credence to that theory. The data is certainly pointing to that. And Kitchen, here's the thing. Don't take this as a diss. You should see this as a business opportunity. I think you should start offering a service next year where you alert people when you're hopping in drafts. (laughs) The marketing, it it writes itself. You want to build monsters that you can advance to the finals of BBM five draft with me, David kitchen. And, uh, I'll draft Honestly. with a blindfold on. <laughs> yes, you can do blindfolded. You can do one hand behind your back. Um, that's all I got. I can barely muster a care yeah. for this Sunday main slate. We still have Thursday night football, two Christmas Eve games. Back to you, Dave. Yeah, I I thought for sure you were going to have something about Ryan Tannehill in uh, this week's overview. So, I mean, how how much time? I mean, maybe if I start doing a 60-minute Overzets overview, I'd finally get to <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, but that did not so, make the relevance list. I might be the only person in the best ball final that has the Tannehill. What if, what if, what if Ryan Tannehill in week 16 is is who you need to advance (laughs) a crappy team? Yeah. Uh, This week that would be so good for the bit though. It would. Oh, that'd be be amazing for the bit. I was, I was honestly hoping that, uh, the team that I drafted that second week, um, because Pete and I both made it out into the semifinals, but it, 
Dak and Fields did not do good. But if I could have, when I looked to that video, I saw that team. I was like, holy cow, that was a monster. (laughs) Yeah. Like if that would have won it on my second, just blind draft of the, uh, of the year, like that's the bit that I need. That's the, that's the bit equity that's, uh, that we're looking for. I did see though, that Sosa tweeted out a video of me telling Davis that Stroud could be the guy that you need. You, you were also and, saying Bryce Young can maybe be the guy you need. So I don't know. You, it, like, I don't yeah, know if you need to be hundred percent that hard. One was on one end, one was on the other. And it oh, kind of goes, yeah. the, you just don't know. <laughs> just don't know. To, uh, so, the, uh, the Laporta clip. My, my only best ball take of the whole off season. I need to bring them back. Laporta. Yeah. Dan yeah. had Tank Dell. I mean, we had lots of good, you know, I had lots of good takes. Let's let's get on to this week now. Um, boy, if you looked at the quarterbacks the, for the, the main the, slate, the Chicago Bears have the second highest team total of the main slate. The Chicago here are some Bears. Of the, here are some of the quarterbacks that could be starting this week: C.J. Beathard, uh, Nick Mullins, Joe Flacco. Taylor Haneke, Case Keenum, Trevor Simeon. And Bryce Young is projected worse than all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the the thing I think that is so interesting about this slate is that the ownership is going to be giga concentrated at at quarterback and at stacks. Like, I I think once you get past Kyler at at 6,400, I mean – like Howell against the Jets, he just got benched. Maybe a little bit of Baker, but like who's rolling out the Gardner Minshew stack with like maybe not having Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor maybe being back? And like you want to, I mean, how much of the ownership is going to concentrate on Dak and Tua in that game? I, I think it's the only game, it is the only game total above 50. It might be the only game total above 46. I mean, it, it is far and away the highest projected fantasy point game. How do you make it work though? My 10 minutes of research before the show, DraftKings actually did some uh, pretty good. You got to, you got to hope that Tyreek does not play and that you can sigh up yourself into Braxton Berrios or Cedric Wilson. And you have to play baby. You got to play Smythe or Gallup or Tolbert or, or whomever. Yeah. Do we think that Tyreek might not play this week? Seems like he's probably going to just to really drive the knife and all the uh, the cut line people last week who were mad they didn't advance their Tyreek teams, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think he I does think there's also play. a little bit of narrative as well. Like I think he's going to try to go for two thousand yards receiving. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I well, I mean, he said that, and McDaniel said that, so that's definitely true. But the the he needed to play that game to win MVP. He's like drawing stone dead to win it now. Peter, I will give you the option of a non-DAC or two a oh. quarterback. You oh, have to choose. The Debo stuff. Oh, sorry, no. God. I like God, you have abandoned God. You were, <laughs> you were so, you were so far from God's light on the Debo stuff. I, I can't help you. Just wait um, for the 30 burgers coming and I'll be in your mentions when it does. Anyways. Yes. Give me the QB <laughs> hypothetical. Okay. You have to double stack one of these quarterbacks. Jared Goff, Jordan Love, or Kyler Murray against the Chicago Bears? Um, Man, so the double stack thing makes it interesting, right? Because we got I got to factor in prices with the other stuff. Yeah. Um, 
I when I factor in price there, it might honestly be a Kyler. I think Jimmy I McBride. Think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I d- didn't I see Marquise Brown still not practicing. You could probably get to cheap Michael Wilson or whatever you want there. And I mean, McBride, even at 5,700, and I know we don't normally spend a lot of time on tight ends. I mean, this guy's still he's gonna underpriced. Get, he's going to get like 90 points, dude. He's fucking Trey Gronk. He's unreal. Dude, this guy, it, can we also just be a little pissed off? The Cardinals, they saw this guy break out at the end of last year, right? The past two games. And they said, you know what? No, we're going to go back to Zach Ertz. At the start of the season, you literally have the next Gronk on your roster, and they wanted to trot out Zach Ertz for five weeks. Get the hell out of here! It's it's real. It was a crazy stat. Um, no, if you added up all the wide receiver targets last week, it did not equate to more than running back plus tight end targets. They they threw more. Kyler threw more passes, and that come from behind. Not really come from behind effort, but come from behind game to his uh, tight end and to his running backs. All right, Tuttle, I'm going to toss you the same thing. You can't play Dak, Tua, or Justin Fields. You don't have to double stack, but you have to create a stack with one quarterback that is not the three highest projected guys. What direction are you going? Well, I think Baker will be owned. I don't know if I want to play him, but I, I think I think people will go back to the Baker well um, after last week. And I know you said you don't have to double stack, but I think – some obviously pretty easy double stacks there, especially if you use uh, Otten at all. Um, after that, man, it's it's, it's so ugly. bad. It's so it bad. bad. I mean, it's going to lead to like twenty percent owned Jared Goff. Can Nick we do the Mullins. Bryce Young thing? Nick Mullins is also interesting this week. I think. I like, I think he's in play. Yeah, I, I don't hate. Yeah, I don't hate it. Although he had the the absolute worst interception I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not very, but he is throwing to Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, and TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Is this a, is this a, I know we're bouncing all over, but is this a generational buy the dip on Jefferson at 8,100 here? It's been a generational spot for him every game he's played for the last, since he came back off the IR. I've not gotten paid on it yet, but I might get paid this (laughs) week. (laughs) You just don't know. No. Uh, Smith said chalk road golf question mark mm. i mean is it a road game i mean how far is it to minnesota and it's a dome isn't it like th- that's the that the differentiator is not road or away it's does does Goff's tiny little hands have to play outside and it's a dome game so i think you i think you chalk this one up as good Goff. by the way this i'm gonna flash a couple comments and this is kind of what i was getting at wow no Bryce young and killer. adam thielen Packer killer, Adam Thielen. We, we've seen the big, we know Adam Thielen can get it done. Right? I mean, it, it's obviously he's just better not to even getting. Thielen. He's just not even getting targeted anymore, really. Yeah, but I mean, we saw what the Packers led up to the to the Buccaneers last week. Um, and we know Thielen can give us some big games at least. His price has come down. He's not the 8,400 or whatever he was the do you week know, five of the season. Peter, do you know who has the fourth highest team total of the main slate? I don't know. Is it like the Seahawks? It's Artie Smith's fighting Atlanta Falcons with Desmond Versus Ritter. Colts? Cor- or, uh, no, Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Colts have been bad. Little little Heineke, Pitts, London action. Is that, is that a shipper? We, do, are we, are, is, that, is that a shipper potential? Probably not. It might. I mean, honestly, I was, I, go ahead. I, I was just saying, I was thinking through this. So, like, clearly Arthur Smith's trying to save his job, right? 
from a game theory optimal perspective for him, I think it would have been smart to play Desmond Ritter one more week and then shift to Heineke because if you have a three-game sample size of Heineke sucking and you lose these games, then there's nowhere to hide, right? As far as all the blame's going to come back on him. This was the last lever he can pull to kind of save his job. I think he, I mean, he'll still tell blank, like, you, I don't have a quarterback, you know. He, yeah. He's, Heineke still saw, I mean, now disregard the fact that Lamar Jackson could have been a Falcon six months ago, you know, and they all, they all kind of universally decided against that. I mean, the, 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 the Arthur Smith stuff is like, I, he, he really fooled me last week. You know, I was like, Oh, London got all these down the field targets. Pitts ran the most routes of his career. Bijan has like 22 touches all these weeks in a row and they lose on the road to the Carolina Panthers. I mean, just, insane stuff what we really need is the staley-esque uber embarrassing loss we need the colts to hang 60 on this falcons team (laughs) dave how about that narrative how about the how about the falcons give up on Artie smith and give up 60 points narrative you buying into that i i like the playing for his job narrative um i also like the Tannehill playing for next season narrative if they roll him out there (laughs) There's no I mean, one even talking about this narrative in the entire planet except you. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't, you just never know. Um, I did see where right now on Rotor Grinders, we have our uh, CJ Bethard as the highest uh, value and points per dollar guy. Against yeah, I am Tampa just Bay. hoping and praying. I, I am down to just Trevor Lawrence in two Superflex Dynasty leagues as my only quarterback oh, who might potentially be available. So I am just saying, dude, please get him the Russell Wilson magic recovery water. I, I need Trevor. I can't even entertain CJ Beathard uh, starting so this game. It, in the end, this is what I'm going to say. I think I'm just going to play Justin Fields. I think I'm going to let Dak and Tua do their things. And if I want to get pieces of that game, I can. I think it's just such an unbelievably good spot for fields. The field projects so flat that even, I mean, obviously if he gets to like 40% ownership or 35%, that'll Dave, this is your favorite part of the show. This is going to feed into the Sims, his ownership getting that high. The Sims are not going to like him near as much at, at that, uh, at that rate. But assuming, you know, like a Purdy level for the last couple weeks, you know, 20, 25%, I, I think you just play him at that, at that capacity. All right, let's get to uh, the DraftKings lineup, Pete. Uh, let us know what we're playing. Yeah, we gotta we gotta take down Clay, guys. Um, <laughs> it's very embarrassing, you know, for me to have to come on over Zets overview and read off this beautiful lineup that he made uh, versus our Dust Ball team. So let's stay focused. We don't have Liam here tanking it with Bills, so uh, I think we can get this done. All right, um, <clears throat> Davis, you start off. All right, I'm going to take Justin Fields. Nice and easy. Who's next, Dave? All right, Tuttle. I'll take the easy way out and just take uh, McBride. Yeah. Yeah, what's the what's the combinatorial ownership of those two guys going to be? Uh... Well, once I mean, should we just lean into it and also get a uh, DJ Moore DJ in here Moore. for the chalk stack? Yes, 
for I, I promise you, Clay Matthews is way too big of a giga brain contrarian player to roll this out. So as long I know it's a massive free roll, but our goal is just not to be duped with Clay Matthews stack. <laughs> yeah. Can't 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 be duped by Giga Brain. Should we play. count DJ Moore's kitchens pick so we can keep this lineup really yes, really humming? Yes. Yes. No. Absolutely. No, no, yes. no. <laughs> not at all. Well, he can't he can't take Jig and he can't take Tannehill. So what can he really do? I'm gonna oh, take gosh. um They're gonna do the I'm gonna take a guy <laughs> a guy that has helped me um tremendously. And that is Ty Chandler against Detroit. Oh, okay. this is gonna be yeah. this is literally gonna be my pick. This is literally gonna be my pick. Great job. Great He's job. He's a featured buddy. back now. He's the guy that I needed last week. So I'm just gonna reward him by being in this week's lineup. Davis. Um okay. This is going to be, I will put out the global alert in the deposit kingdom. Oh, no. I will put out the global alert no. on Sunday. Are you, if you need to doing swap Christian this Watson? Out. No, I'm going to do his backup. I'm going to do Dontavian Wicks at 4,300. Wait, is he hurt? I thought Wicks is good. You don't You don't want to play him if Watson plays. Oh, you're saying if Watson, you're going back. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But Wix uh, is Wix is a guy I really liked his college stuff. Like I've got him as like yeah. the thirtieth man on some dynasty teams. I think he's pretty. Did good. you really like him, Davis? Because I drafted him in our Insiders Dynasty Superflex League in the last I, round. I might, I might I might win that league, David. So Tuttle, did you see what just happened there? We built yeah, a really a, good stack, and then Kitchen yeah. drafted a guy he likes because of best ball, and Davis selected a guy he likes because of dynasty. <laughs> do you not like Ty Chandler? He's the featured back now. I do, but I'd like some better logic than this guy helped me a lot in my best ball against team. No, Wix, Wix is just Wix is I I think Wix is I played Wix last week. Like I think I okay. I think he's just like a straight up good good play at 4300. I I like. And uh Tyler made a good point in the chat, which is that the Green Bay training staff is like literally the most conservative in the league. They they hold like Aaron Jones is like been on ice all year with like a minor hamstring. Well, actually, strain. can we talk about that report before the game and maybe Tuttle as our resident, uh, you know, Packers homer where they're like, oh, Aaron Jones is going to be on a snap count. And the dude had nine carries on the first drive. Matt it's LaFleur like, said that it wasn't even yeah. a, it was literally Matt LaFleur mentioned like maxing him out at like 15 touches, which I'm pretty yeah. sure he had by half. Yeah. All right. Coach speak. Okay. No, I was just yeah. giddy that. Uh, I was just giddy um, that Davis set me up for the Adam Thielen secondary. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> we we have some chat comments in chat that Thielen hasn't done anything the last two games against the Packers, but he's going to channel the 2016 self where he had 12 catches for 202 yards. And Wait, touchdowns. we're worried about Adam Thielen career splits against the Packers. How about we be worried about him not doing anything in the past five fucking weeks? I'd say okay, that's more like, of a relevant he's, data point. He's like 50 years old. He's dust, but <laughs> still. Don't you think I there might... I don't love it, but it's fine. Whatever. You guys are overreacting. This guy was priced at literally above 8K on DraftKings at some point in time this year. He's on that Larry Fitzgerald arc where he has like five good games to start the season and then it's just dust. It's so, yeah. Oh, he he that, talks that, about 7,700, my bad. That is for a 200 great, more, that is a great comp. For 200 more, you get DeAndre Hopkins. No, we're good. True. No, there's a, there's a wide receiver I want to get in our flex here if we can afford him. Yeah, Peter, let's do it? it. I want Amari Cooper. 
Oh, average, wow. average Amari man, coming all the way back around. This actually, this actually works because. Okay. Um, it, go ahead, Dave. And I do want to say something. The process that I had regarding <laughs> you and the word process should not be in the same sentence. The Cleveland Browns process. Yeah, that week With 17 Watson, game. That week 17 game between Trevor Simeon and Joe Flacco what? is going to be what you need. Watson to Cooper and Njoku. I was just basically if Watson. You were seeing the ball. So no, hurt. I'm not giving you directionally accurate on this one. The whole reason we laughed is because Watson sucked last year, was an awful dude, and you're still you're, like, oh, I'm going to pile it in. And you were jamming you know, him in it, like in the Flacco's. You're playing Flacco's Cooper in this in this draft. No, I mean the point is that Flacco was good. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. This was not a system problem. This was a Deshaun Watson problem. My thing is, if Deshaun Watson had any sort of like bounce back, Cooper and Deshaun would have gone nuts in this offense. <laughs> you know, Flacco was making Watson all these down that. the field throws. So yes. Awful. Awful. The, All right, we gotta Browns. choose. We gotta choose a cheap defense. I like the I like the Dolphins just because they'll probably face thirty eight passing attempts or whatever. We'll just pick pick um, a running back and whoever fits in. Oh, uh, you know, it's like Brees Hall. He's uh, a little bit expensive. Probably has to be Singletary. Probably has to be. What Singletary. about what about Bucks defense? Right, we're not using any pieces. Might go against Bethard. Sure. Yeah, Singletary Bucks. So it's Fields Chandler. Oh, perfect. Singletary, Moore, Wicks, Theon, yes. McBride, Cooper, Buccaneers. This is a min cash lineup dude. if I've ever seen it. This is this hot. Is a this, cash lineup, nice. yeah. this feels don't like a do, week don't 18. Don't do this, brother. <laughs> Chandler, <laughs> Singletary, and Wicks. And oh, gosh. All right. Um, good team, guys. Yeah, this let's is move, good. Let's move on to running back. I almost put this guy in there because it does seem like Singletary and Chandler are projecting well. Um, RIP those fierce teams. People thought he was the alpha. I think Pete, you're one of those guys. It's a forward thinking show, though. So, um, Kenneth Walker at 6,200 against this Titans. I know team. you're just sorting by points per dollar on rotogrinders.com slash lineup HQ, but I do think that Kenneth Walker is an absolute well, jam fest. Please don't out his Titans like that, David. <laughs> Titans, they released here Tart. Because he was a no one like, cares. Oh my god, absolutely. He's not. the run <laughs> stopper. No, he was not immediately. This is the only event no. show where you're gonna get a tart reference this week. <laughs> he was, is he is he he's related the to run stopper? I'm just saying, after Walker went ham last week, the Titans not okay, having guys, tart, possibly everyone. not having Simmons, that they're wipe so clean, thin up front. Wipe clean what he just told you the reason why Kenneth Walker is a good play is because he's the type of guy that by Sunday morning is not going to be a popular play. Pollard is going to get steamed. Jonathan Taylor probably is going to get steamed once he is ruled in. There'll be those amongst Walker will be uber popular on Sunday. Guaranteed. He will be, he will be the fourth most owned running back is, is my predictions, but there's a pretty big delta. It's a pretty big delta between the third and fourth guy most of the time. And Tuttle. Kenneth Walker just hits MF and home runs. That's what the dude does. Tuttle, you want to weigh in here? I mean, I don't know. How how are people treating Pollard? 
is what it comes down to essentially, right? They're going to play him. They're going to play him a lot. He projects strong. It's the highest total People are going to love that game environment. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, early stuff has him third or fourth. So right right where Davis said. It just depends on if Pollard gets steamed or not. Well, just wait for the Bijan steam, by the way. Just wait for the Bijan. It's not there yet, but just wait for the Bijan steam. I, so of the early stuff, though, the drop-off is you get Singletary, you get Chandler, you get Walker, you get Pollard, and then it drops off from an yeah. ownership perspective, which I think yeah. checks out early in the week. Do you yeah. guys think you buy this Jonathan Taylor return? Yeah, I mean, they're fighting for a playoff spot. Seem, he They didn't place him on the IR. I, I buy it, yeah. I, I think it Is makes Zach Moss for play. sure out this week? No. No, he said yeah. he's going to try and play. But the the thing is, though, is Zach Moss, greatest backup running back in the history of the NFL, really took a really took a negative turn last week when he left the game and Tyler Goodson and Trey Sermon just immediately started ripping off like 19 yard run, 24 yard run, 16 yard catch. Like I think uh, Zach Moss, you know, significantly eating into Jonathan Taylor's workload might might not happen as much. Maybe that's wrong. All right, so Cook went off against Dallas last week. This week, you've got the Miami running backs. Any interest there in either Mostert or Achan? Yeah, I'll continue to lose money on Devin Achan. Is he a... Yeah, I want to see what his health status is, right? He's still not 100% right now, but yeah. I mean, Hayden Winks was right, dude. He weighs he weighs, a, he, he weighs 190 pounds soaking wet. What can you do? He's going to get hurt. At Meanwhile, Raheem Mostert has turned into Jamal Williams. It's, uh, it's a really brutal <laughs> run out. I knew Raheem Mostert had scored a lot of touchdowns, but when I it became like when he scored twenty last week, when they were like, yeah, twentieth, I was like, that's one of the most absurd things that's ever happened in fantasy football history. Thirty-one year old Raheem Mostert scoring yeah. twenty touchdowns in fourteen games. It's insane. Okay, let's it say really you want to be underweight on that Miami Dallas game. Is the move just to play Mostert, or do you just not play anybody? No, I, I think play one of the defenses and get out of there. Yeah, I, I like. Cause even, cause even Mostert will, I think, just because of that game environment, get. Yeah, I say that, but he never really gets that owned because idiots like me play H N. I think my take would be, I would be much more willing to one off a Dolphin, whereas I don't want to one off a Cowboy. Like if CD's rolling, I'd rather just have the Dak double. Yeah, I think that's a good take. Whereas the Dolphin stuff can really consolidate. Um, and you could just play the alpha game through one of those guys. All right. Do you know who the most, the the highest priced running back on this slate is? Rashad White. Rashad White. That is wild. <laughs> but all he does is rush, and they're favored in this game. I mean, 7,400. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's actually probably an example of a play that the Sim Slappies won't be on, that the button clickers will be on, and he'll just get 24 and get there or whatever. Mm. You know? Yeah, because a non a non McCaffrey slate is so interesting because the 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 what am I trying to say? Like the score a score that can be in the optimal lineup, the bar is so far lowered when McCaffrey is not on a slate. Like twenty four really might do it, whereas twenty four on a McCaffrey slate, you're like, I don't know, it's not probably not enough. I think I've I uh, you know it'll shock you that I haven't watched a lot of Rashad White tape this year, but I've seen like a lot of Rashad White discourse. That slant TD he had was filthy, man. Like, as a, I know he's like uninspiring as a rusher, but he is sick in the passing game. 
Did I feel like the last see... time I was on this show, people were like trying to say like Rashad White was going to stop happening. That that's Pete. Yeah. Pete was very anti Rashad White. Um, he's like he's he's so inefficient. He sucks. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That, kitchen. There's no way you have a recall for that. That sounds like someone go watch the tape and see if that's true. There's no, there's no, <laughs> so, chance. So. well, Corain, Corain was pro Rashad White. Sam yeah. Sherman was very anti Rashad White. You know, who was also yeah. huge on Rashad White? JJ, JJ went out on a limb yeah. multiple times for Rashad that's White. That's why, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I, dra- I drafted a lot of Rashad White. Um, yeah, he's on, uh, he was a, he was a key piece to advance. Like if you had the Rashad White, James yeah. Cook uh, pairing, you had a really good chance. Or, or Rashad White, Ty Chandler. All right, cheap running back that is not Devin Singletary or Ty Chandler. You can play one of Chuba Hubbard, James Conner, Jerome Ford. Where are you going? I'll go Chuba there. He just he, does get like twenty. He gets like twenty touches every week. Can yeah, I throw people, another he, he's name? He's going to get higher owned. I think we have not talked about Brees Hall. I just mentioned not a him. lot to talk about, but, but yeah, it's just like. What can you do? Uh, great, great stat. Nick Bowden. Bowden? Bowden, the fullback, is the only Jets running back to receive a carry inside the five-yard line this season. How you like that them apples? I mean, the, I mean, the no. Jets The Jets are just they're the worst offense in the NFL. Like, it, you know, either he scores. Yeah, but he went off against Houston. Obviously, Miami was tough. Um, But... Against Washington, right? Like he, this could be another game where he. Has the the, the problem, right, is like what you're hanging your hat on with Brees Hall is is receptions, right? Like his, he just hasn't shown the ability to bust off that long run that we all drafted him to do. I mean, this is like a volume play. You're hoping he has seven for eighty in the receiving game, um, or maybe they, it's the yeah. hundred yard bonus in the receiving game. That's what it is. I mean, they're favored though this week. Right, which might even make the passing stuff even less interesting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like burned by Brees Hall. I don't if know. they're if they're up the entire game, you're not getting the eight free points from checkdowns. Josh, yeah. This feels like Herbert. the one where Brees Hall does have the big game, and Kitchen has Sosa clip this, and Pose. You know, I, you I guys probably, wanted to play Brees Hall. I'll probably play a little bit of him, but it's like very low degrees of confidence. Yeah. Seeing uh, Khalil Herbert's, Herbert's price tag against Arizona is just depressing. You just can't trust any of those the, Chicago. Roshan's third, the guy, man. He's their third string running back. Like Foreman started. Yeah. Roshan plays all the long down and distance. Yeah. There's well, they're running. They're they're running the hot hand. Like even Foreman two weeks ago had a good game. Last week he had like negative six yards. Well, that's Something why it's like scary, that. right? Because I would bet a good amount of money that one of those backs has over 15 DK points, but good luck guessing which one it is. Roshan was going to be my terrible take. Um, but, man, like if, For- if if Foreman was out of there, I'd be all in on it. Um, yeah. But he really muddies the waters a little bit. Roshan's a guy I think you want to – this is my, like, next year tout. There you go. Next, next year best ball. Get in, get in on Roshan. He, he's going to happen. Some of us have been in on Roshan since Bijan Robinson was leaving the field so Roshan could pass block at the University <laughs> of Texas. It didn't pay off this year, though. It's going to pay off next year. It paid off in Sklansky dollars, though. It was, very, right. direction, it was very directionally accurate. We haven't talked about Gibbs or Montgomery. Anyone have anything to say about them? Yeah, Jameer Gibbs is 
probably the best running back in the NFL. Like, Oh, it's actually like, we should talk about him more. Like he is just like a stone cold smash and probably won't get owned to the degree that he should. I don't know. I think the Lions should keep giving David Montgomery 20 touches. He <laughs> gives, you don't want him to get into Pollard territory, too many touches, just not. Okay. Is there anything more tilting in the NFL right now than when the Lions are behind in a game? And they hand off the ball to David Montgomery on first down. Like, is there anything more tilting yes. in the NFL? I'll give you one more version of that. The Seattle Seahawks down to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are scoring at will in the fourth quarter after egregiously burning timeouts, giving two Kenneth Walker carries to put Drew Locke in a third and long that they then punted away on. That those two Kenneth Walker carries tilted me so much. Why did you have any action on? Well, I was sweating a Kenneth Walker team, but I also thought uh, <laughs> it was just egregious play calling when you were down at that game. That game was oh, that was a tough game to uh, to watch from like a. I needed a- I needed fourteen Geno Smith points to advance another team, so, oh. and I, so so for for showdown stuff, I oh. was like. I was like, I'm need- jamming Drew Locke because I know I'm not going to get what I need at BBM. Like, I'm jamming Drew Locke. I needed a one one AJ Brown catch, and I thought, may- oh, at the game script at the end, like, oh, maybe he's going to get it, and uh, he didn't. To advance, I was the uh, same way. Game. I needed three more AJ Brown points to get a sixth team uh, through. But man, this this Eagles team is talk about a limp dick uh, finish for them. Watching all you NFL nerds like tilt off about the Geno Smith Drew Locke uncertainty it was so fun. That's just, that's like an average college football game. Yeah. And there was a, like, what, oh in the, the, the Western Kentucky game, the guy started and then the other guy came in and threw five After touchdowns drives, yeah. Feld, Feld camp or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We had yeah. like our NFL Sims, was fun to follow that night. Our Sims and projections, like usually behind the scenes, like watching, like who do we put in? Like, uh, you know, who do you put in as quarterback? You know, you kept on going snip, snap, snip, snap um, on it. Uh, speaking of Rotor Grinders, we do have our props and pick them package. People asking about that. We got the squad rides. Uh, Tuttle, are you in on any of the squad ride stuff? I'm in Wisconsin, man. I can't, uh, I can't bet legally. You could. Correct you can answer. still do like props and and pick up. You can do the pick them and like underdog. It, it, it eliminates. So the the idea behind squad rides, right, is somebody picks a, a, a bet from our scores and odds package. Um, I know yeah. Alan Allen still gets in on it by the using sleeper. the props sites to do two picks yeah. or whatever. But I, I think that kind of defeats the purpose. Well, because you're just writing adds to it. It is fun though. It is it, it's fun. Um, yeah, it's done pretty yeah. well. All right, Kitchen, we got about 15 more minutes, uh, two-plus positions, and a FanDuel lineup here to get to. I'm sure you'll keep us on course. Yeah, let's go to wide receiver. Tyreek plays. What do you do? Play him. Good play. You. He's 9,600. He's not cheap. <laughs> He's like the only guy That's on the so entire slate. Dude. He's like the only guy on the entire slate who projects for above. <clears throat> There's three guys on the slate who project for above 20. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and C.D. Lamb, but you're going to get yeah, far and away. Well, I guess this is the question: Who, What is the ownership between Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill end up being like? Like, if Tyreek is six percent, because there's not an obvious, yeah, if there's not an obvious punt play, I don't know. That's pretty freaking appealing to me. I think people so will it, like it's going to come down to Bethard, right? Why is that? 
just QB value wise. Do you think well, people would play Bathard? I think people will play Bethard. Well, how about how about thirty eight hundred dollar Parker Washington Zay Jones listed as week to week for the Jacksonville Jaguars? I think Washington ends up getting jammed a good bit. Um, if Watson doesn't play, you've got Wicks, you've got you know whatever ends up happening with the Colts wide receivers. If Pittman doesn't go, you know this Joker DJ Montgomery. I don't even like. Ugh. Unreal. I, I kind of like the Wicks take, but I will say he's the, like, there's no way he's going to get any ownership steam at all. Well, I'm saying for me it's playing him, happen. because if right. I can just jam, if I can just jam Wicks in every single entry team, that's a lot easier to play Tyreek. Right. What yeah. I think, 30? I think Jefferson is going to end up being extremely popular. Like if you, if you think about trying to build out the alpha mini of like Jefferson, Amon Ra versus CD Lab and Tyreek Hill, like, you know, you, people I think are just going to gravitate to that game for stacking purposes much more f1 projects really well but playing against aren't you worried about this jets uh defense davis as it pertains to sam howell yes. yeah i'm not playing any <laughs> commander because sam howell is going to get benched at halftime i would probably actually you know what i need to rescind that take if brian robinson doesn't play again i will be the slappy going back to the antonio gibson well i think <laughs> No, Davis. No, you can't do even it. Change. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't go back to that well. You touched the fire, guys. You touched the stove. Right? You got burned. You're not touching it again, guys. Buddy. I am who I am, and I'm comfortable with who I am. <laughs> you can't and do I'm, it. I can. Watch me. I literally will. What? Roll... De- defend this take. You can't play Antonio Gibson. Defend the take. Um, he. I think he's good. Uh, that's all I got. That's literally all I got. <laughs> You normally There's are better at there. bullshitting, but you know you got nothing that you. Just I got nothing. No, it's literally, it's literally bias. I am biased towards Antonio Gibson. Um, that's literally. I played way too much of him last week. That's why I have like. The well, I didn't. I didn't play too much of him. I played. The, you know who the Sims loved last week? Ezekiel freaking Elliott, dude. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. grow up, man. I I need to get my I need to get my head out of the Sims and into the fucking dirt <laughs> because that was of all the plays I've made that are stupid that I knew were stupid when I clicked them. Zeke as a 10 point dog against the chiefs pretty high up on that list of egregious <laughs> clicks. Davis, would you rather play Dontavian Wicks against Carolina or Jackson Smith and Jigba versus Tennessee? Wicks. Because Same price Wick, range. Wicks is a, Wicks is a vibe space take and I'm going to get an ownership discount after J and I got to do it. I I'm, I'm fading hard on JSN being projected for more than Tyler Lockett in two weeks. <laughs> I got to win this bet versus Peter. DK Metcalf I, also is, at 6,700 against his Tennessee secondary just seems like a, Davis, wait, what, what does tart do to the Tennessee secondary? <laughs> tart is a run stopper Tuttle. Oh, okay. My bad. But so wasn't that the case for the running backs then? Not the. Yeah, I did he's make that case for the saying, running backs. He's saying it's systemic. The Titans defense in general. Peter, you were saying before David. Really yes, sir, well, Peter. I wanted to clarify something for our, our big bet. I know a lot of people are very excited about who Leone is projecting for more points in week 17, JSN or Lockett. I wanted to clarify, is this, are we going to do opening projection or closing line projection? We can do closing. We can do closing. I think that's fine. All right. There is a little bit of meddling. I just don't want anyone, you know, sliding, uh, you know, a, a buffalo chicken tender under the table to Leone to juice the projections <laughs> or anything like that, you know? 
<laughs> it's gonna be it's i know exactly what it's gonna be it's gonna be Lockett for like 11.3 and jsn for like 11.2 and i'm gonna be like victory motherfucker <laughs> dude what what were you what was the did jsn have a higher target share last week no Lockett had nine targets still yeah oh no dude. yeah yeah this not looking good for you bruv <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a sweat i'm gonna have some conversations about leone i'm like dude Jason just passes the eye test out there, man. He's going to be earning targets down the stretch. Eight, eight targets for Lockett, four for Jason. Oh. You know what I might actually have to do? I might have to get to Leone Minions. I'm going to slide into Jack Miller. That's, a little no, so that's brain. what you got to do. You yeah. got to get to like, you got to get to Dankenberg. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to ship it. You got to be like, dude, I'm telling you, you got to slide into Jack Miller's DMs and be like, well, look, we'll have you back on this full cast. Davis, would this be our greatest accomplishment uh, right up to boosting Patrick Laird's Millie Maker ownership level by like two percentage points if we could get the ETR projections to actually change on Lockett and JSN based on our bet i think that'd yeah. be great. i mean i'm hoping that it doesn't i'm hoping that it's kind of just business as usual as it pertains to tyler Lockett and jackson smith and jigba but anyway back to the slate leone leone just liked my uh the the clip about the the stroud and we just don't know he loves that he loves the variant stuff also anything that makes davis look bad he loves uh, he loves a 32 year old wide receiver though i mean it, what is what is michael leone like more than a wide receiver on the wrong dalton side of kincaid yeah <laughs> all right uh, let's just let's just do let's just do this justin jefferson at what person at what percent ownership projected does he not become a generational wealth play 30 percent up to like you're 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 checking the Sims on Sunday morning, you see him 28%. We already just threw out the Sims, right, Davis? They're funneling you to all these bad decisions. We're no, no, they the funneled out. me to good decisions, but that was really stupid. <clears throat> Tuttle, Justin Jefferson, what percentage does he shift away from generational wealth incoming? Dude, I have no idea what he's going to be. I, I, I have no idea. It, the question like, wasn't what he's going to be. He's saying, what's the break-even point where you would or wouldn't play him at ownership? Um, We can still play him, but just where it's not like you, you feel really smug about it on Sunday morning, like these plebs don't even know. He's got to be below 30. Yeah. I mean, he was... I think he, I think he could push 30%. To give people a context, he was 7% owned in the Raiders game when he came back from injury. I literally thought I was rich. I mean, I was what looking. Was he? I, was, <laughs> I was counting the money. What was he this past week? Or was he, he was on the three games. He was on the know? three. He was yeah. on the three gamer, but he was not as popular as you would think. Like he, I think he was the fourth most owned wide receiver on the three gamer. So, yeah. I don't know. It's in, right. it, it's interesting because of the Miami game is, is why it makes it so such a tough spot to figure out, I think. Tyreek not at practice today. I guess we maybe should have learned our lesson with Jalen Waddle last week. Like when Tyreek doesn't play, Jalen Waddle just uh just oh, Tyreek basically. Yeah, and if Reek doesn't Waddle, go, it's thirty plus. Waddle owners had to just be going through this wide range of emotions. Yeah, he went to the ten him. first drive. He goes every out. game. Every game. Comes back Davis All didn't right, even uh, have him in his lineup, and he was ready to do a late swap just seeing Jalen Waddle <laughs> go to the tent. Well, I don't know I how this impacts my lineup, but I need to late swap. I, noti- I notably played Cedric Wilson in cash on DraftKings last week, so Dude. I actually... 
I saw him in. I was reviewing some of those fantasy football world championship rosters, and I saw Cedric Wilson. I was like, I didn't even have a conversation about Cedric Wilson. I didn't see him popping in any projection. Where were all of you guys seeing Cedric Wilson? I was swapping we, Cedric Wilson into the lineup so watching my nine-year-old son play basketball. It was, it was not a not, not a good again, um, not one of my proudest moments. We did we did mention though last week Traylon Burks at men's salary, and he didn't have like the best game, but had like nine points. Well, wasn't he, he ran he ran starters routes for the first starters time since routes. Back I saw your season. I saw your tweet thread. He didn't he's not practicing today, but if he does play this week, he's only thirty one hundred. Like. Could be an interesting dark. I, I actually, Dave, I'm going to give you a Titans related compliment. I think he is a cromulent play on DraftKings.com this week. Like 11% on Parker Washington or 0.8% on Traylon Burks is probably Traylon Burks. All right. Let's, uh, how does Tart get being out affect Traylon Burks' <laughs> target share? Are they, are they like locker room Tart buddies? buddies. Like... <laughs> prayer, prayer group buddies? No, Tart. Was a cancer in the locker room. That's why Vrabel Ooh. released him. He was actually he's actually okay. really good. Vrabel released him. You know who picked him up? You guys know this. The Texans picked him up. Wow. He's one of the best I run really stop, but ready. he kept I was on really ready for you to say the Kansas City Chiefs because what that locker room needs is more bad vibes. No, no, it was uh, anybody complaining about their contract, you know. But let's get on to uh, the FanDuel lineup. One of the uh, staples of the show is people. Staples. I'm picturing a staple that's like half falling out, (laughs) dangling. People, you guys don't get it. The love for Fanduel is strong. Yeah. What's so funny is like, if you love Fanduel, you would want us to actually devote some actual time, not begrudgingly slapping together a lot. Like, does this scratch the Fanduel edge? I'm at, let us know in the comments. Does us doing zero research, putting together a shitty Fanduel lineup for four minutes, scratch the itch? Well, so here, but he, so the yeah. the this doesn't have anything to do with your point. But if you go, if you like watch or go on X or Twitter and like look at people talk about like Fanduel versus DraftKings sportsbook stuff. People oh, everyone likes UX is better on FanDuel. Yeah, yeah, I saw that tweet. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, everybody thinks FanDuel's UX is better. If I could get into my account, I'd probably think it's a gorgeous interface to look at. <laughs> you just have to try. Like, Next week, we, I really do think we should do a live, like a live on the air, and just see how long it takes you to get in. Because I would, I would bet it's less than five minutes. I laugh at you guys because of this, but last week. I had the press and hold button and I couldn't get in after two times. Like, it, it, it lasted like that's not even the issue for me. The issue is, is my, like my email must've gotten in some like doxing black market thing or whatever. So every time I log in to change my password and get back in, someone tries to log back into my account. My account gets locked out every week. Like every time I try and play on FanDuel, it gets locked out the next day and I have to go in and change the password and do it again. Dan, Dan says live 2FA is what will get Swole back back on the road to 10K. Correct. There you go. Maybe okay. that's All what right. we, we should have a contest in the winner gets the credentials to my DFF comedy hour underscore Pete account. On that's why like you don't. In there. That's why you don't want to go in there. Peter, Peter wins. Peter wins, a GP, good. Peter wins a GPP, but he has to screenshot oh, it with his account in it. And it's FF comedy hour underscore Pete. <laughs> That's what it is. I've you were embarrassed of the FF hour comedy hour underscore Pete. 
Well, I was right. initially when you when you guys first roasted me for it, I was very embarrassed. Uh, and now I wear it as a badge of honor. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Dave, we'll let you take the first pick, so you can't ruin it. After oh, we get shut up! All right, um, let's go, boy. Let's go with Kenneth Walker. You know, no tear tarts. Uh, this Titans. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Just- this dude has been mentioned more than any other. This is like A.T. Perry. He's like he's like he's like the theme of the show. Here you go. Pete, question for you. Would you rather win oh. one mil as FF Comedy Hour Pete or 100K on DraftKings? I mean, this isn't even close. I mean, for sure, FF Comedy Hour Pete. That would be incredible. It's really good. Really good for your brand. Um, all right. I... Am going didn't you, to didn't you try to get it changed on FanDuel? Oh, yeah. Let you? No, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> FanDuel let me change it from an old name to FF Comedy Hour. I'm just gonna be... <laughs> now we got to know what the old name is. It was, was the, the old no, name? it was the same on both sites. It's my DraftKings, which is just the anagram of my name, the Revert Z Top. But I was like, man, this is a great branding opportunity. Going to be doing this <laughs> podcast for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh that is amazing content um all right davis i'm kind of stuck fanduel stinks i i am gonna select elijah moore against houston oh the love for the browns offense that's joe flacco's son elijah moore on fanduel huh (laughs) yeah dude touchdowns it's good that's fine Pete, what uh, what contest are we throwing this in? I I don't know if there was a gun to my head if I could name a you know actually I think the one would be like why don't we throw this in the bomb dude throw this in the Sunday bomb I feel like I hear people say that there's the bomb okay yeah, I, was bomb. Gonna, I was gonna throw it in the uh, up in Adams 50k challenge free play contest is that a K Adams theme yeah, contest yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> incredible does Shams have his own DFS contest over here. <laughs> You guys think Shams and Kay Adams are a thing? No kitchen. Right. We're not getting into we're not we're getting not, into not... celebrity gossip. <laughs> niche niche like NBA celebrity <laughs> gossip here on this whole cast. Isn't there I a can't wait for Kay Adams story from a from a live event? Yeah, I, he I feel like there's like oh, insane. There. The, the two hats picture was at a party yes. that Kay Adams yes, was, was hosting. There. No, yes. it was a live event. Yep. And Leone was there, and I have him on tape on my phone where he said, this is Kay Adams' drink, but I'm just going to drink it. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. <laughs> because she was up there introducing Ricky Anderson and left her drink at the bar. <laughs> and Leone was so gone that he was just like, this is, this is my drink now. And he was wearing two hats, and that's where it came from. So two hats, two one mic. Hats, one mic. All right, we got Kenneth Walker and Elijah Moore. We got we got some work to do. Peter, um, we talked about him, uh, but didn't get him in our other lineup. Let's get uh, let's get Chuba in here at sixty four hundred. Gross. See, that's more of a FanDuel play than Elijah Moore. Yeah, I'd rather go living, like I'm living the dream, dude. Okay. By the way, you know who we haven't talked about yet that i've seen like non-stop nfl twitter hype about calvin ridley oh god yeah like literally leave that guy for dead what's the point (laughs) 
Parker Washington is better than Calvin Ridley. But have you seen his opportunity? Yeah, I mean, Zay Jones had like 29 expected points the other week too, but Dave, he's still Zay he's Jones. in August in shorts just running I the did. I did. Trust me, one of, the, one of the most costly decisions of my life because I could have just had more Derrick Henry. Although I guess they both scored like four points in week 15, so who really yeah. cares? All right. Um, who hasn't made a pick yet? Me and you. This your pick, big guy. No, me, I, no I, I Kenneth Walker. Oh, it's so Tuttle. Peter. Yeah, no, I, I like just did can, a Chuba. Oh yeah, I feel like we can spend money, so I'm going to go CD. Yeah, there you go. That's why. That's why. That's why I took my awful Elijah Moore pick so that someone else could pick a stud. Tut- Tuttle uses us as a meat shield. We fall on the grenades of the bad picks, and then Tuttle gets to just jam the best plays, maintain the brand equity. All right, let's go with um, let's go with Kyler. All right, I will take Trey McBride. Double McBride he lineups. Is, today. He is expensive on. FanDuel. No, I love that though. I love that. Yeah. Like it's actually like FanDuel actually dynamically changing their pricing is hilarious. This yes. is probably an Evan Ingram week though, right? I can't. I am so beaten down by that man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Pete. What's uh? Can we can we afford? Can we afford Mike Evans here? I feel like we need a buck in one of these lineups today. We need a grown we man. We... Work. I don't Barely, know. but I don't, we can make I, it work. I don't think we it's can. I mean, Seahawks defense, Mike Evans gives us 5,100. Or Panthers, or Panthers defense at 3,200. No, Seahawks, Seahawks is the move, but I don't know if there's a $5,100 play even on FanDuel. We'll find one. Probably a double tight end type of lineup. Michael Gallup, no, we already got. Just 5,100. Do we have any other stacking partners? Michael Wilson. Fits perfectly. Yeah, sure. there you go. Destiny. Destiny. Double. There you the go. Double the stack. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Real quick. People forget Mike Wilson has a two touchdown game this season. You People could even bring it back with Mooney if you wanted to do the stack. Is this a um, double tight end week title? Yes. Um, no, it's not a double tight end week. I think this is one of the first weeks in a while i think i think total is right i think i think there are a lot of cheap wide receivers that profile yeah. better well we don't have like the cheap 3k guys right like chig's yeah. the best maybe at 3.1 otherwise what's mcbride's what's up Tucker? at 57 what's craft craft is 37 so yeah i mean if craft catches some steam i still wouldn't see it really happening though yeah just trying to see if there's anyone else that there's like semi playable Logan Thomas, probably not Kate Otten, I guess. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, the tight end is Trey McBride and everyone else. And Joku. Like yeah, sure. He's 5,300. I mean, at that it's point, it's crazy that Njoku has had a good season without Watson. I just, I thought he would have been done for sure. Yeah, directionally accurate. The process was there. I just imagine if Watson was anywhere close to Flacco's level. Again, Evan Ingram feels like he should be mentioned. Uh, Cole Komet against Arizona. What about what about Kyle Schitz? Arthur Smith coaching for his job draws up 
builds the whole plane out of Kyle Pitts passes. Could see it. I think with he tells, um, he tells Arthur Blank, "Look, dude, I used the guys the front office drafted. I threw the ball to him eleven times. We still lost. What do you want me to do?" I think with Tier Tardout, Chigakonkwo could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> What about uh, what about TJ Hawkinson? You want to just continue naming all the other good tight ends? <laughs> no, there's a TJ Hawkinson's a good play. There's a narrative there, right? What's, What's the, the narrative? narrative? Oh, revenge game. Revenge game. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. All right. You Somebody mentioned Otten in chat. Otten's a fine play at 33. Yeah. Not a very inspiring tight end week. I, I I'll probably end up with a lot of pits just looking at this now. So see you at the bottom, everybody. Can't defend I, I'm it. Just gonna, but we're just gonna do it because no, I, I did. I did I just am. I did I did just defend the Kyle Pitts <laughs> thing, which is Arthur Smith basically he he does the petulant uh you know toddler tantrum thing where he's like, Look, I'll give all you idiots what you want. Bijan gets 20 carries. Eight deep shots for Drake London, eleven targets for Kyle Pitts, and you know, I'll give you lo- I'll give you toxic groupthink losers what you want. <laughs> Drake London at fifty one hundred, I think I saw. It's pretty nice. Um, final thoughts. Can we wrap up this uh, this show. Tuttle, did you give a terrible take? Was it was it Roshan? It's gotta be Thielen with the reaction I've gotten. Oh yeah, yeah, it's Thielen. He, he seems terrible enough to me. Yeah. Uh, Davis, final thoughts? Um, Justin Jefferson, generational wealth, unless he ends up being giga-owned, then he's not generational wealth, in which case Dontavian <laughs> Wicks will become generational wealth. All right. Pete? Uh, turn on noties for uh, David Kitchen's Twitter. He'll let you know when he's hopping in these playoff last ball drafts. You want to take 150K down in the gauntlet? Hop in a draft with David Kitchen. <laughs> David taking the Titans when they've been eliminated from the playoff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> team's going to the boo now that Tier Tart has been cut. What if Ryan Tannehill is what you need in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Speaking of, what if Ryan Tannehill is who you need this week? Like people that that saw my teams, I have Tannehill and Hopkins on pretty much every best ball team still alive. So if they go off, just know it's going to be a very merry Christmas for your boy. I'm I I'm hoping that happens finalist. for you, David. I hope we have a finalist on this show. It'd be great. Oh my gosh. Davis, I'm looking at my Dynasty Superflex League. Would you <laughs> Michael Wilson, Puka Nakua, Parker Washington, Dontavian Wicks? I'm first in the <laughs> league, brother. And on that note, we'll see y'all next time here. <laughs> All this full cast at rotorgrinders.com.